Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, I just read something I didn't like. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh um, we would love to be talking about the things that we normally talk about on the Colleen and Bradley show. We would, all of us on my talk one Oh seven, one love to be talking about Hollywood gossip, entertainment, all the things that we normally talk about, dumb things, things that make us laugh. We would love to be talking about all of those things. Mm-hmm. We can't right now. We cannot do that right now. I cannot in good conscience, open up a mic and tell you about what Kim Kardashian is doing when She's fine. Yeah, she's, she's fine. She's probably more and guess than what? Did somebody say something? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, where's this coming yeah. from? Remember when I said uh, <laughs> I just read something I didn't like? Oh, okay. Uh, somebody needed a laugh and was wondering if we were going to get around to talking about some celebrity stuff. And the They'll answer is still no. Be there. The They'll answer be is there. no. There are a lot of people who would love the luxury of a laugh. Many of them uh, are hurting, and now is the time to be compassionate about that. And we're just not going to talk about Kim Kardashian today. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Now on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, but not today. We are going to talk to a wonderful friend of the show, Carla, who lives in the Midtown Exchange Building. Uh, first of all, thank you for joining us, Carla. Hi, Carla. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, I want to ask you the first question, which is, have you had any sleep in the last three days? Sleep? What's I that? did actually. I slept last night. Oh, I God. um I am not sleeping tonight, but I did sleep last night. Okay. Now, when you say you're not sleeping tonight, what does that mean? Well, that means that we still have an active protective force inside the building because we think there is still a threat. And my job has been kind of communication coordinator, um and so I'll be doing that at least for the first half of the night tonight. So let's just like tiptoe back three mini steps. Uh, I mean, they feel like major steps. Yes. Let's go to Friday. Friday. Because for those of you who don't know, the Midtown Exchange building is located um, at the intersection of Lake and Chicago. 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 Uh, And so really right in the heart of the area where we saw a lot of the destruction taking place. Um, And there is a story about what happened on Friday night. Tell it to us, Carla. Okay. So just, I want to first have everybody know that I am conscious and everybody in the building is conscious that this is ultimately about the murder of George Floyd. Mm -hmm. But, and that has had consequences. And one of the consequences is that our community has been targeted. Um, And so... Let me tell you, the Midtown Exchange is an amazing thing. It started in 2006. It is filled with the market, which are minority-owned businesses and community businesses. And then it has apartments, some subsidized, some not, 
subsidized um, from the first half of the building, and then it has condominiums on the second half of the building. And we've had our own little kind of separation of class and race in our building. So the apartments are predominantly um, black, a lot Somali, um, and then the predominant amount of condo owners are white, not all. Mm-hmm. And so we knew there was trouble, but we we were hopeful. We didn't realize that what was going to happen Friday night, but we had shifts, right? And my shift started at 4 a.m. And so at 4 a.m. I walked down to the lobby of the building and was greeted by one of my fellow condo owners. And he looked at me and he said, Carla, you have to know something, that the black apartment owners of this building saved this building tonight while Mm -hmm. everybody else was sleeping. And so Friday night, I come to hear that numbers of groups of people were trying to force their way into the market to cause damage, either to um, start fires. There was one story about a guy with a huge sledgehammer and individuals. um, There were a couple condo owners down there, too, but individuals physically prevented them from entering the building. Mm. That the other thing I heard from my friend Raja, who um, is married to the owner of Moroccan Flavors, who lives in the building, in the apartment, she, she said to me, Carla, all the Somali women were downstairs with their suitcases. Mm. So... We were at we were at risk, and mm-hmm. and it wasn't as people say it wasn't about protests. This was about destruction. Mm-hmm. These people were not the people that were protesting. This was not about um, the rage regarding the murder of George Floyd. This was something else. And I do. Can, may I just pause you for one moment, Carla, to acknowledge that you are a person who, in your life, has been a part of a peaceful protest or two. Many. Yes. So you you are uh, able to spot the difference. I am able mm-hmm. to spot the difference. Mm-hmm. And I'll just tell you that the the guys I talked to were were like, you know, they're not, they were some of them were white, they were young, some of them black, mostly white, but mostly teenagers, and it looked like they were caught in their video game fantasy. Mm-hmm. All they wanted to do was get the score. Mm-hmm. So after, you know, after you wake up on Saturday morning, then how does everybody respond, react and prepare? Because, you know, that's not the end of it. I mean, um, Saturday night came. So so did anything evolve? Take it through Saturday morning, because that's kind of amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. So Saturday morning, I'm all set and I got other people organized. We're going to go down at about eight. I think it was eight o'clock. We're going to go down and start to clean up. And we start cleaning up, and by 9 o'clock, there are 3,000 people up and down Lake Street. There are tables set up Mm. with um, food supplies. And and so there was really not much to clean up. And so instead, what we did, um, 
myself, other residents, and Karen Severson, who is this amazing um, person. I'm sorry, I'm a little tired. Uh, um, we understand. <laughs> we start. She had paint. She said, "Carla, I have paint. Let's um, paint the 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 plywood so that it looks like we're alive and we're here mm. and who we are." And so that's what we did. So if you go on Lake Street it, around the Midtown Market, you'll see those plywood um, paintings. Almost and like murals. They're beautiful. They're, and so they're, we live here. Families live here. Mm-hmm. Um, George Floyd, say his name. You know, so, so we did that. And we rested a little bit. And then... Um, at 6.30, I got a call from one of the residents in the apartments, and she's, like, frantic. She says, Carla, they left all the trash on the corner. Mm. And so we go out, and sure enough, there's t- nobody came by to, to clean up the trash. Oh. And so somebody had to call mm. a pick, and that just so if people aren't following, that means somebody could light it, right? Right. Yeah. And... Um, so we get a pickup, they load the pickup, we get all the stuff over to a secured trash place, and in the middle of it, there's a tire. Somebody planted a tire in the middle of the trash. Mm. And tires are used to start fires. Mm-hmm. Very flammable. Very flammable. So Saturday night, uh, we stayed up all night. There's, we had people that were doing the security outside as well as inside, and we had watchers everywhere, and we turned away at least four cars that looked like they were kind of full of white supremacists. I mean, I hate to say it, but pretty stereotypical, mm-hmm. a red pickup with five white guys in the back. Um out at 2 a.m., right? Yeah. And we did that, and then Sunday I slept, but everybody else kept watch. Mm-hmm. And tonight you've got a shift. Yep. Yep. And uh, the hard part for all of uh, all of you and for many people living in the South Minneapolis area is that nobody knows how long we're going to have to be doing these all-night shifts, right? And then, yes. But then I want us to go to the next part, which is how we we can't just survive this because right. those who know the history of Minneapolis know that and and the Midtown Market is the only one standing mm-hmm. pretty much right. Yeah. Something I did not tell my mother this morning. So if anybody talks to her, we won't don't mention mom's that. the word <laughs> that that this was the corridor that provided the stability and life to South Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And there, the minority businesses that have built up here in the last 20 or 30 years that are people's livelihoods yeah. and history and all of that stuff are at risk now. And the same thing for the Midtown Market. And we can't let anybody take that away. Because that's who we are as a community, that multiracial, multicultural strength is who we are. And we have to make sure that we protect that and that we have it 
grow back even stronger. And so I just, I hope it's okay, but I want to, I want to mention there are a few GoFundMe pages. Yes, yes please. please. Yes. The Midtown Global Market GoFundMe. Midtown-Global-Market. The Chicago Lake Dental, which God love this guy. Dave Johnson built that dental office for 30 years and watched, he's a resident of our building, and he watched it go down in flames Friday night. Mm-hmm. He had just sold it, but but that's even more tragic, right? He built it mm-hmm. up, he sold it, the new owner has nothing. So Chicago Lake Dental. And then um, we just have one that the, that the residents have put together for our security guards who have been just absolutely amazing. Um, thank and support our security staff. Mm, but absolutely. I really want to focus everybody to the Midtown Global Market. It was rough anyway mm-hmm. with the pandemic. This is this is an important place. Absolutely, and it's, it's such a it's such for those who don't live near or in the community. It is such a unique space, and it yeah. has been sort of a bright spot in that part of town. And as somebody who lives not, I don't know what what are we? That's like what thirty second ish well it's lake street and um chicago so it's between 10th and chicago on lake street Mm -hmm. so you know i'm still down at like 38th but Mm -hmm. like it still is to your point it is such a an anchor and a you know a a focal point for right now for entrepreneurship in that part of town and and so to see it suffer additionally you know I'm just glad that we've been able to talk to you because I I'm I'm hoping this will draw attention for people who maybe didn't have an awareness about yeah. that that part of town. Right. I mean, if you wake up from this and realize that I have to be putting my money into multicultural, multiracial, um, community-based things instead of Amazon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm then Midtown Global Market should be on your list. Right, right. Very true. It's like, yes, it's uh, it, 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 it fires on all cylinders, uh, Midtown Global Market does. And by the way, for those who don't know, the for like a, a landmark, stand, from a landmark standpoint, it's the old Sears building yeah. on Lake. So if you are somebody who has visited Minneapolis before and kind of sort of knows, that's the building we're talking about. Um and Carla, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Um, Can I just say one yes, more thing that I was asked to say? Yes. I talked.